Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to You Tell Yours, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard, be it for a storytelling event, a business presentation, or any public speaking function. If you'd like to tell your story, head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events in both Burbank and online. This week's story is from Brent Boyd about an epic fishing trip he had with his dad. Uh, so I grew up in Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes, and something you may not know is that there are actually more than 11,000 lakes, but Minnesotans don't like to say that because we don't want people to get overexcited. <laughs> uh, something else you might not know is that growing up in Minnesota, uh, schools would close on, uh, or, or have like a half a day on the second Friday in May every year. And this is because it was opening fishing season. And it, it was a big deal. And I, I just, I, I loved it because I would, every year I would go fishing with my dad. We'd take a trip up north and, and go fishing for opening weekend. And my parents were divorced. So I grew up with my mom and my two sisters and I needed to get away from them. And, and he needed to get away from his girlfriends. And, and we'd, we'd spend, uh, we'd spend a bunch, uh, time with a, a bunch of his friends out on the lake and in the woods and doing manly stuff. And it was, I, I needed I, I needed to do it. And so in the, in the spring of 81, I was 11. And um, I was very disappointed because my dad flaked on me. Um, a business came up. I don't know what kind of business. But something came up, and uh, I was disappointed. But he, he said he would make it up to me, and he would take me out of school for a couple of days just before Memorial Day, and just the two of us would go up to the lake. Just him and I fishing, it would be great. And, and I, I love that idea. I love that idea of just spending time with my dad alone. Um, and my mom liked the idea. She liked the idea that I wasn't hanging around with his friends, who at best were, were bad influences, at worst, they were felons. <laughs> you know, guys, guys like Tim Lynch, who was, who was, he was really a, a Tasmanian devil disguised as a human being. Uh, just, guy, guy was just trouble. And so she was glad that I wasn't going to be spending time with them, but she was a little worried that I was getting my hopes up. She thought that dad might flake on me. Uh, and so I'm, I'm waiting for him after, after school, and he's 10 minutes late, and he's 20 minutes late. But he shows up. He comes through. And uh, he's a half hour late, but he's like, let's go. Come on, get in the car. Let's go. We're going up north. And we got the boat in tow, and we're, we're heading up. It's just a father and son on a fishing trip. And we're speeding through these uh, you know, scenic wooded highways with the boat in tow. And, and uh, you know, he's got his foot on the, on the gas pedal. And I've got my hand on the steering wheel holding it so he can snort lines of cocaine on the way up. <laughs> and uh, somehow we made the, uh, the four-hour trip in two and a half hours. And uh, we arrived at my grandparents' house. And these are not his parents. These are my mom's parents. And, and they're divorced, but he's still welcome in the house. And they, they still love him. And they don't trust him, but they love him. And uh, he, he loves them. And he has great respect for my grandfather. So the next morning, when we're actually heading to the lake, and my grandfather gives us a warning, he actually takes the time to listen. My grandfather says, hey, guys, you know, if the weather gets rough, it, 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 might, be, uh, it might be dangerous out there. Just whatever you do, just, just be safe. Just be careful. John, you know me. I'm always careful. <laughs> And we head up to the lake. And, and my grandfather was, was right to warn us because we're fishing Lake Winnebagoshish, Big Winnie, which of the 11,000 lakes in Minnesota, uh, one of the biggest. And 
one of the most treacherous when the when the weather changes. Um, great fishing though, um, and, and and when we get up there, it's actually it's beautiful that day, and the sun is shining, and the sky is blue, and you can smell pine. And I don't know if you've ever caught a walleye, but uh, it's it's an amazing tactile experience and something you, you just won't forget. You cast and you cast out your line and and you. You've, feel the fish hit it and, and you set the hook and it goes this way and you're reeling and this way and uh, it's exhilarating, it, re it really is. And the great thing about walleye is they're also delicious. Uh, and so there's a, there's a very strict limit. You, you can only catch six a day. There's, that's the law, that's the rule. And so that first day we actually catch our limit fairly quickly and so we're, we're done you know, in, the, in the afternoon and um, Dad says, you know what, let's not go back into town, let's camp. Great, that's a great idea. And so we, we pulled the boat up to the beach near a campground, and there are a couple of his friends. <laughs> it's, it's Tim Lynch and Mark the Mute, uh, who never said anything, but that's okay. I really didn't want to know what that guy was thinking. Uh, and I... So the, the whole thing, Mark, Tim Lynch has his shoulder bag with... You know, he's drugs and money, and he, he never let go of it, and he wouldn't leave in the car, wouldn't leave in the boat, I always had it with him. And the whole thing was some half-ass drug deal that they couldn't do down in Minneapolis, they had to get away. And uh, it's not just me and my dad. It's me and, and my dad and these two other guys. And uh, Disappointing, but hey, we're still camping, we're still fishing, and we're still eating fish, and, uh, and it was a great time that night. Uh, uh, you know, we're camping and playing cards, and Mark the Mute's not saying anything, and, and I, I didn't even mind it when the when the weather changed and it started to rain and, and get a little nasty. But um, it was it was fun, and the next morning when we go fishing, it was uh, it was good, except the the fishing wasn't wasn't great, and um, my dad and Tim Lynch were getting paranoid. There's a plane flying over the lake, like a search plane, like looking for something. And they think, oh my God, is that plane? Is that are they looking for us? <laughs> and my dad knows of a, a little cove, and so we take the boat over in the cove, which they love because it's it's hidden and they can do whatever they want. And I love because the fishing is just amazing. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just fishing one after another, pulling these fish out of the lake. And uh, with four people in the boat, I figured we can catch 24 fish. This is going to be awesome. And eventually, I'm literally catching fish left and right because I'm using two different poles and I'm using the left and the right. And Dad and Tim Lynch are doing their thing and Mark the Mute's not saying anything. And the plane is still flying over the lake. And uh, eventually, yeah, I, and I know it's illegal, but we were over our limit. I know it's illegal, but it just it felt so good to catch all these fish. And it, we have over 40 fish. And I, <laughs> I, I personally caught like over 30 of them. And uh, my dad decides it's time to, time to head in. So we pull the boat into the landing. And uh, a bunch of people up there. And there's somebody on the dock waving. It's waving to us. Grandpa? Hey. <laughs> And uh, standing next to my grandfather is a, a Cass County Sheriff's deputy. And he's on a walkie-talkie, probably to the plane circling the lake, and the uh, two squad cars behind him. Oh, fuck, says Mark the Mute. <laughs> uh, 
and Tim Lewis clutches his, his little magic bag. And, and these guys are worried. My, I can tell my dad is worried. And I am worried because we have so many fish. <laughs> I am in serious trouble. We have 40 fish. This is going to go on my permanent record. I might not get into college because these fucking fish. Uh, and I look at my dad and I can tell he's thinking of just spinning the boat around and making a run for it. But where's he going to go? And he decides, you know, let's pull the boat in. Let's face the music. And I, I can tell that what's really bothering him, it's not the drugs and it's not the fish, it's he let down my grandfather. Mm. And uh, he's, I, I, I can see the, the wheels turning and I can see he's going to try to work his way out of this. He's going to try to use that used car salesman charm and, and get out of it. And I don't even give him the chance to, to fuck this up. I, as soon as the boat pulled in, I, I hop out and I run to my grandfather, give him a big hug. and. Uh, he was so grateful that we were safe. And um, my dad knew he fucked up. He, he didn't tell them that we were camping. He, it was all part of his plan. They thought we were going to be there, but we didn't show up. And then the weather turned and they got worried and called the police and called the sheriffs. And so they're flying over the lake looking for a father and son fishing in a boat, not a father and son and two assholes. Uh, so they didn't find us. But my grandfather was so happy we were safe. And, uh, and I, I, Grandpa, it was my fault. We were fishing last night, and it was so good. The fishing was so good. I wanted to stay out, and I wanted to camp. I, I, I did it. And, and he gave a stern look to my dad and, and kind of tussled my hair and looked at the, at the deputy who shrugged and, and you know, said something on walkie-talkie to call off the plane. And it felt like all was forgiven. And uh, I looked at my dad. He's quiet. And I look at Tim Lynch and Mark the Mute, and they're gone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know what they're doing. They may still be swimming in Lake Uh it was, it was not the last time those guys would be would you know cross paths with me. But that was that was the last trip, uh, last fishing trip I ever took with my dad. Uh, and I think because I was getting older and I, I may have grown out of it. Um, and also, he the following February he he went to rehab and cleaned up his act. And uh, I think he may have found fishing so boring that he needed all that cocaine to, to get through it. <laughs> um, he died a few years later. He had a, a massive coronary, age 36. Oh, Just years, <laughs> years of abuse. I know he was a fuck out. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun. And so I think of them when I'm on the lake with my kids. We head up to Minnesota every summer. And they're, uh, they're old enough to fish now, but uh, we never catch more than our limit. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed Brent's story. If you'd like to tell your story, head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events, both in Burbank and online. You can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.youtellyours.com or find it on iTunes. If you have a moment, please review the podcast on iTunes, as we'd love to know what you think, and it helps others find us. And you can email me at mark at quirkybranding.com if you have any questions about this podcast or need help with video and digital marketing. Thank you for listening.